welcome to the Hillington Hospital's NHS Foundation Trust podcast, a series of conversations with different members of staff to highlight some of the great work they're doing and aiming to give you, our staff, an insight into what's happening across the Trust. Brought to you by the Communications and Engagement Team. Okay, let's get into today's conversation. Hello and welcome to our podcast from Hillington Hospitals. Today I'm chatting to Anne McDonald from the Communications and Engagement Team about the current I Am The Change campaign. Tell us about yourself. Well, when did you first join the Trust? Right, so um, I joined the Trust back in February. Um, this is actually the first job I've ever had at the NHS or in the healthcare sector as a whole. Um, my background has mainly been the arts, so I've worked for the BBC, the National Theatre, the British Film Institute, uh, and I also did some work for a small charity that was based in the um, East End. Um, but I think the one thing that has been really consistent with all of my jobs is that they've all been values-based rather than profit-based organisations. So when we talk about money or we talk about trying to raise it, it's about making sure that we can continue to do the thing that we think is important, whether that's, you know, making sure that news is free and impartial or, you know, supporting creative industries or in this case, obviously, keeping people healthy. <laughs> Yeah, sounds like you've got some really interesting uh, experience. We've uh, all seen your blog post recently about I'm a Change campaign. Uh, can you tell us a bit about that? Yeah, um, so the campaign is really about the fact that every single person at the Trust um, should be empowered to take action and to make changes to help us improve. So I think sometimes it can be easy to think that change is only driven by really big or dramatic actions, but what I've seen is that really, really like often the major change comes about because lots of people have been making tiny incremental changes over the time and it all adds up to something bigger. Um, so, you know, these actions don't have to be huge to make things better. I, our culture is shaped by everyone who works here. So making a difference can really be as simple as checking in with the people that you work with and making sure that they're okay or, yeah, sticking to things like the IPC guidelines and keeping everyone safe that way and making sure we're doing the best for everyone here and the patients. So it's finding ways in which we can all work together to make everything better. Um, and of course, it can also be bigger changes. So some of the things we've seen, if there are people doing um, brilliant work on changing processes to make things a bit easier or help us deliver better care for patients. Uh, we've seen some great examples already of people trying some completely new things. <laughs> Can you name any specific examples of uh, projects that have been done or people's change that they've made? Yeah, there are some great ones. There's like um, the JetSet project um, is one that was created by one of our consultants. Um, it's improved care for newborn babies and it's even been shortlisted for some awards. Um, we spoke to Marcy quite recently, who uh, is in charge of our volunteering programme, and she wanted to make some improvements and realised that actually there probably wasn't funding available in the organisation to do it. So she went out and she applied for an external grant. And as a result of that, she's managed to improve systems. She's got better stuff in place for our volunteers, which is really great. Um, another one that's kind of um, in place at the moment is a few wards have been trialling the SAFER model. So I don't know if people have heard of this already, but it's a, a national tool that is about trying to improve discharge processes. So there are five elements that are all areas of best practice. 
uh, and when they're used together you get faster discharge and um, just better patient flow so it's that's great we've had teams who've introduced full sensors to keep patients safe and they've funded them those themselves um, and then of course Hyde has done some incredible work around sustainability like we've been nominated for quite a lot of awards and we had the recent the um, electric ambulance so there's great stuff <laughs> That's brilliant. So there's really a big range of work going on. We look forward to finding out all the details from the communications team <laughs> in Trustee News. What, what does I Am The Change mean for you personally? I think for me, um, it's about taking responsibility personally for things where I can. Um, so my my dad has this really irritating habit of whenever I, I moan at him, he's like, I, I would like solutions, not problems, please. And as irritating as that can be, he's actually right. <laughs> um, like quite often, I do have a lot more power than I realise. And there is more that I could be doing to make things better rather than assuming it's someone else's responsibility to take it on. Um, yeah, and quite, yeah, and I found that specific, if there are specific things that are making it difficult and you can't get changes through, it's easier to ask for help if you can actually explain exactly what is needed. So you go to someone and you say, this is the thing that's making it difficult, I think it would be better if. Um, and that's something I really saw, particularly when I was working at the NT, I started supporting the board. Um, and I really got to understand that they were juggling so many things, so many different priorities, and you had really limited resources, and they're trying really hard to make sure that they're doing what is best for everyone. Um, and it's just so much easier for them to say yes to stuff. If people who are experts in a particular area and know a lot more about how it works on a day-to-day -day basis can come to them and say, okay, this is what I think might make a difference can we try something so not just pointing yeah, at a problem empowering people yeah that's it so if you're not just pointing at a problem and saying oh can you fix this uh, if you actually yeah. go here's what i think we could do practically and maybe if i had a bit of funding here we could do this it just it makes it so much easier for people to say yes if you're showing what you can do to like well what everyone can do to make a difference yeah. so encouraging conversation almost and making sure that there are routes for people to be listened to as well. Yeah. Would you so, say? Yeah, I think it's all of that. And it's about people, because there will be small things that everyone can do. Like you see it with, when we talk about big issues like the environment, there are always two streams. There are very big things that you say, big corporations need to have these policies in place. And there are some very big changes that need to be made. But on a much smaller level, there are tiny, tiny things that absolutely every single person can do. And if they're doing them, big change happens. So like, something yeah. simple as, you know, like disposable coffee cups. I am a fiend for coffee. <laughs> like a lot of people know <laughs> yeah. this. I, I really contribute badly here. But having a sustainable, like a reusable coffee cup, you go like, if I have four coffees a week, you add that up over a month. And then you go, yeah. if I'm throwing those away and you times that by a thousand. Now, if everyone stops that, suddenly you've literally got hundreds of thousands of coffee cups that are not going into landfill. So yeah. it is really small changes can incrementally make that a massive difference. <laughs> yes, I am. I'm <laughs> I smashed my glass one recently. So, <laughs> yeah. So for, so, for, so for this project um, for the uh, trust, why? Why is now the, the moment to be doing this, do you think? 
Uh, it's sort of come out of a few things. So Patricia's talked about this in the past, but um, a lot of people fed back during the last staff survey process and at the listening events that actually they kind of already knew what would make things easier for them and what would make a difference. They just wanted to know that they were able to do it. Like they didn't want people telling them what to do. They were like, we have the answers. We want to be able to do it. So, okay. so this has come as a result of uh, staff requesting um, yeah. make suggestions. Well, I've, I've actually, this is one of those interesting, my uncle is a consultant and <laughs> one of the things that he says is that usually what happens is all of the answers are already in the organisation. It's just that people have not get, come get forward yet and <laughs> they've not got them out. And that's the thing, we would, we've got the people in this organisation who know how we could be making things better and yeah. the executive do want to listen to them. So it's people coming forward with ideas. It's things like Marcy knowing that actually maybe a bit of funding didn't exist here, but if she asked for support, she could go and apply for a different grant. Like yeah. things happened because she made them happen. And that's really impressive. Yeah, you need to repeat that, okay. Yeah, and I think, I think we also know there are things like, we've already seen really, really positive change as a result of some of the feedback from the last CQC um, inspection. We've already, people have moved the dial on that. And there is still more that yeah. we're doing, but it is, it's in the hands of the people who work here. So if people are listening, if our staff are listening and they're thinking, I could do that, I've got some ideas. How could they take part? How, how can they get those ideas out there? Um, well, there are lots of things they can do. Some of that's just doing anything you can immediately do without asking permission, do it. <laughs> that's, yeah. that's number one. So who do they, who do um, they ask? How did they do yeah. it? Well, a part of it, it might be speaking to your line manager. We've got um, a change forum on the internet. So if you look up, I am the change, there's a space for suggestions. Uh, those are being taken to the people forums. They're being discussed at an executive level and um, they are responding to them and taking that stuff into account. So I, you'll have already seen there was a recent people forum. They're looking at IT support at the moment because that's something that's come up routinely. So action is being taken if you're feeding back things that are challenging. Um, you can get in touch with the communications team by emailing, share examples of projects that you're already doing to inspire other people or um, share best practice across different departments because that's another thing. Your team might be doing something spectacular or you found a really great way of say just running your ward rounds that's been really efficient and sharing that information across the organisation helps other people to make the same kinds of positive changes. Um, yeah. yeah so we, we hope that uh, you, we will have inspired people to take part and um, thank you so much for coming to chat to us about the campaign for I Am The Change. Um, if anybody wants to make a change, take a look at the internet forum, like Anne said, and just leave a comment, um, email the communications team or put a, a, put a question on the forum. And uh, like you say, if you take it to the people forum, then hopefully we'll have a follow up podcast and uh, we can chat about all the changes that people have made. So thank you for joining us today. Thank you very much for having me. <laughs> So, that's it for today's episode. Thank you for listening. Please do join in the conversation about this episode. Tag us in social media and uh, send us any other comments and let us know your thoughts and we'll see you next time.